This is the Ryder and Lisa Replay. Brought to you by Action Furnace. Fixed right or it's free. I'm going to go with overrated today, and I don't know why it bothers me so much, but it's when uh, there's like a quote, a really inspirational quote, and they just put it on top of a celebrity's picture as if that celebrity said it. I just recently came across one from what I thought was Tom Hardy that said, never apologize for being obsessed. Stay in the gym for two hours. Pull an all-nighter working on your side hustle. Read your new book the entire day. Positive obsession is a gift not a behavior to be suppressed. Wow, powerful. And I was like, badass, Tom. And then I was like, wait a minute. So who actually said it? I can't find the original author. So I Googled that saying, and there's one of uh, Adam Sandler with that quote over top of yes. his picture. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and I'm going to do one of you. And there's one of Jeff Bezos with that over his picture, and it even came from famous Jeff Bezos quotes on Instagram, but I cannot confirm that he's the one that said it. There is a celebrity that I saw recently, and I can't for the life of me remember who it was, but they had an Instagram post where the caption was like definitely a stolen line. Okay. But all the comments were like, wow, that is so powerful. And I wanted to be that person that goes out of my way to comment on a celebrity's Instagram and say, you stole that quote, but yeah. I did it. I couldn't do it. I'm not one to comment on celebrities' posts, unless it's Harry Styles or Britney Spears. Okay. Because I got to support my girl mm -hmm. and my boyfriend. But that like that celebrity even chose to associate themselves with that quote. That's true. Like Tom Hardy's probably scrolling Facebook and he's like, hey, there's a picture of me. Uh, oof, never Ooh. said that before. Never even heard that quote. At least it's something powerful and not something like... Like never trust a fart when you're jogging. <laughs> <laughs> that would be embarrassing to have on so your picture. Embarrassing. I'm going to make one of those for you. Now, I know you're a big fan of Botox. Oh, I am. Mm. Big supporter of it. You're just getting tons of that. Well, I get it for my <laughs> migraines, first of all. So I get, sh I get shot up all along my neckline, yeah. in my skull, my neck. And do you think it's helped? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Good. Um, sorry, let me just take the Kleenex out of my nostrils. Yeah, you should get some Botox for that. I have the worst allergies right now. Either that or I'm allergic to my foster dog, mm. which is scary to think. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, no, I also get a little bit extra in my forehead, around my eyes. Right. I love it. You're like, oh, it helps with the migraines in my lips. <laughs> okay. You don't get Botox in your lips. Oh. It's a completely different uh, product. Okay. But I've also done that and I love it. Would you consider getting bladder Botox? How does that even work? Well, it uh, helps you last longer before you have to go to the bathroom. Oh, I could go days without peeing. You could, Ew, eh? Does that sound disgusting? Yeah, a little bit. Like I'm super dehydrated. You're not drinking enough water, apparently. <laughs> okay, I have a huge bottle of water right here. I'll chug the whole thing. No, I don't think I need that. Are there people that have, that frequent the washroom? Yes, very active bladders. I okay. think the older you get, too, that's quite often just something that you deal with. There's a woman in my workout class. That every time we do the warm up, when it comes to the jumping jack, she's mm -hmm. like, "Oh God, she has to go to the bathroom." Right, so she doesn't pee herself. She, yeah, she has to. She does pee herself every time. Oh, but a urologist in New York is saying more and more people are asking for bladder Botox, uh, specifically to help them hold it on long road trips. Now, I didn't think that was that big a deal. Like, how many long road trips are you going on? Yeah, use a bottle. Can't you? 
pull over and pee on the side of the road. Yeah. Uh, there's a 20% spike in patients asking for bo- bladder Botox this spring. I don't get it, though. Is it a bigger needle? Where's the... How far in is the bladder? I know for men, there's an operation, the prostate artery embolization. I just knew that off the top of my head. Pretty sure you read that. I did just read it. Yeah, but it shrinks the prostate so it doesn't push against the bladder as much. Got it. But I, for this bladder Botox, I actually don't have the details. I don't know how they make that work. Uh, I, I talked to my uncle once and he said that he has to get up four to five times a night to pee. I've heard that happens with age. I was like, Quit drinking water before bed, idiot. <laughs> yeah, you got to you got to treat yourself like a dog. You take the water bowl away yeah. after eight p.m. Yeah, you go for one good pee before bed, and you're set. So it sounds like if you're hoping to get an Airbnb and have a bit of a shaker at it, that is not an option anymore. Which must suck for Airbnb owners who are okay with it, because the company as a whole are banning it. Well, they're probably sick of paying out insurance issues and things like that from, like, damages. And Mm -hmm. I can understand why the company would not want parties. Renting an Airbnb and throwing a huge shaker does not make sense to me. That's not what it's there for. Yeah, this isn't Project X. You're not allowed to just, like, have 60 people in your hotel room, right? They'll shut it down. That's why Airbnb loves people like my mother, who just went away in the States with two of her girlfriends, and they rented a house and just watched movies every night. Yeah. They're the dream Airbnb renters. Their house is probably cleaner after. Yeah. Do you remember I told you the story in Palm Springs? No. My mom was washing the windows at the Airbnb. (laughs) No, she wasn't. She was. And I was like, Mom, you don't have to do that. And she's like, I know, but they were just a a little grubby. She definitely left the place cleaner than when we got there. If I could afford property... I would buy a place and only rent it out to people 50 plus. Yeah, Airbnb boomers. (laughs) (laughs) Joey Chestnut managed to defend his title yesterday, downing 63 hot dogs, I believe, in 10 minutes. Can you imagine his training process throughout the year? Yeah. He only shops at Costco. He's hitting up every (laughs) Canadian Tire parking lot if they have that hot dog stand. But yeah, he just uh, just pounded them. And yesterday, actually, something pretty strange happened as a protester jumped on stage and kind of rammed into him while he was eating, which has to be a choking hazard if downing 63 hot dogs in 10 minutes isn't already. Yeah, every time I eat a hot dog, it is a hazard. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But yeah, he kind of bumped into him and Joey Chestnut ended up grabbing him, putting him in a stranglehold and looking like he was... Trying to break the guy's neck. All while still eating three hot dogs in that same time. And then he just went back to pound. And <laughs> apparently the gambling sites where you could bet on the over-under on how many hot dogs he was going to eat are refunding people because it wasn't fair that he was interrupted during his competition. So you get your 12 bucks back. I bet 12 bucks that he would get uh, 75 or over. So he was way under. He rolled in in crutches too. He was injured. Like, in the first place, what a wild day for this guy. What is he doing that's causing an injury? Reaching for a hot dog and he strained something? I don't know. Maybe he was eating those hot dogs. You know those ones that are individually wrapped? Mm Mm-hmm. Hurt himself doing that. Probably on his back or something, trying to get the plastic off. Mind you, he probably also does other things than just eat hot dogs, right? Are you sure? Like, he could have hurt himself on a trampoline. You know, he shouldn't be eating hot dogs while he's jumping on the trampoline. Sounds really dangerous.
Uh, but yeah, he managed to uh, to get it done and win the Nathan's Famous Hot Dog Eating Contest. Do you think again. he feels okay today? I don't know. Who do you think came in second place? That's got to be tough. Like, if your life goal is to be like, oh, I'm going to be the person that pushes Joey Chestnut out of first place. They're also training just as hard. I would watch a documentary about somebody that's trying to take down Joey, Joey Chestnut. Chestnut. Do you remember when I entered that pizza eating contest here in Edmonton back in like 2014? They were like, hey, yeah, if you want to be a part of the media pizza eating challenge, go for it. It's free. And they were like, three, two, one, go. And everyone else just starts slamming back their pizza. And I just put my feet up on the table on the mm-hmm. stage and just ate one slice really slow because they let you take the rest of the pizza home. So you got a full pizza out of the deal. full pizza for free. You cracked a beer, watch all these other people nearly choke. And like there probably wasn't even a very good prize for first. There wasn't a prize. Way better prize than that, I guess, if the prize was nothing, is a full pizza. Yeah. It is time for Unsung Heroes, where we give shout-outs to people, places, and things that always don't always get the attention that they deserve. Let me be your hero. Shout-out to Toronto Maple Leafs fans for being named the most annoying fans. You know what's even more annoying? The fact that they aren't called the Maple Leaves with a V. No, that's not as annoying. <laughs> the fans are worse. <laughs> Shout out to the Oilers who are going back to Royal Blue jerseys next season. Great. Just when I finally changed all my accessories over to match the navy blue. That sucks. And you're still going to wear the navy blue and you're going to look like such a loser. You can't. I don't think you can wear the navy blue. Shout out. Okay, this one's kind of a stretch, but I thought it was kind of funny. It's probably not funny. I'm ready. Shout out to parents stepping up to take their kids to the Sean Mendez concert tonight. You think it's going to be a pain in your butt, but you just wait. He'll have you in stitches. He'll treat you better. He'll be the life of the party. There's nothing holding him back. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the only Sean Mendez songs I know. Yeah, that was really good. It was okay. I'm glad you went for it. Me too. Shout out to another Minions movie crushing at the box office and little kids pointing at me and saying, look, mom, it's Gru for the next three months. Tis the sis. At least I can reply like Gru would with some blunt sassiness. Like, mind your own business, you stinky little rat. And then they probably giggle. Ah! Run away. Shout out to seeing a hawk flying on the side of the highway and thinking to yourself, wow, that brings good luck. And then you hit a pothole and lose a tire. What? Oh, I thought there was more. No, that's it. Okay. Shout out to Rihanna, who is now worth $1.4 billion. Meanwhile, I question if the $1.4 gravy on the side is worth it. <laughs> that's too much. Okay, this one's actually inspired by my friend who texted this to me yesterday, and I laughed out loud, so thank you, Doug. Shout out to the dragonflies that the city was supposed to hire to eat all of the mosquitoes. Where are they? I haven't seen any. Did the city accidentally buy skunks instead? (laughs) (laughs) I actually died when he sent me that. He works outside, so he just gets eaten alive by mosquitoes. And it's true. I haven't seen a dragonfly yet. Have you? He's getting sprayed by skunks now, too. There's so many skunks in Edmonton. Just a heads up if you're listening. And shout out to anyone trying to travel right now. 
it sounds like things are quite a mess, especially international flights. Remember the good old days when all we could complain about was that the dinner they served on the plane tasted like Lisa's socks? Or my cooking. (laughs) (laughs) The Elks host the Stampeders uh, on Thursday night at 7 p.m. at Commonwealth, and we've got your tickets up for grabs. A, B, C, or D is what you're going to text, okay? Four options. You just tell me. Which of these noises that I'm about to play is an elk? Here is option A. Okay. Is that an elk? I don't even know which one is the elk, so I'm playing along too. Option B. Ow. Mm-hmm. That actually hurt my ear. Yeah, me too, but. Sorry, everyone. Yeah, our apologies if you had it just cranked to play the game. Option C. One more time for C because it's so short. Yeah. That's scary. And option D. Okay. (laughs) Bonus points if you can guess what D was. A. (laughs) B. C. Or D. You You know what's crazy? 100% of the texts right now Mm -hmm. all have the same answer. Is that right? Yeah. And there's. No, sorry. Is that right? Uh, Well, I don't know. Can you you tell me what's the right answer? Yeah. Everybody's getting it right. (laughs) Everybody's getting it right. All right. Well, anybody who has texted the right answer is qualified to win these tickets. Somebody just asked if D is a walrus. <laughs> no. Okay, so we need to eliminate D from contention. Yeah, we really do. And we'll tell you what it's from. <laughs> it's actually uh, Lisa burping. And it happened when we tried to chug tall boys of bubblies without belching. And I couldn't do it. No, and so this is where the sound is from. <laughs> no, that's. <laughs> Why does it sound so hollow? Why does it sound so hollow? Help me. I feel like... I can't hold it while I'm laughing. No, it reminds me of the scene from Willy Wonka. When the grandpa burps to get back down to earth. I need to burp to get back down to earth. So yeah, that's where that's from. So it is not D. Okay, but I'm like so offended that someone I sound like a walrus. Well, you did sound like a walrus a bit. Yeah, I got the... What's that character from The Simpsons that belches all the time? But it's not... Homer? Homer, Homer belches guy, a lot. Barney. Ralph? Barney. Barney. That's what I sound like when I belch. Okay, so here's... Uh, I'm just going to play the lead up to that Lisa's walrus burp. How do you push down the air? I don't know. No, Lisa. No, that's <laughs> you do sound like a walrus. Uh, you are heading out on your first date. We need some details. You have a question. You want some help? So I have not been on like an official date. I guess you could say in about six years. So definitely need some pointers. Need some help. Do you have like a destination that you're meeting for the first time? You don't have to say where it is, but is it like a restaurant or a coffee shop or what's the plan? Yeah, we're going for dinner tonight, yeah. 
Okay. All right. So first time hanging out and it's a dinner date. So we got to put this out to the listeners. What are your tips? Yeah, I think like for a first impression, what you should do as soon as you get into the restaurant is find the biggest woman there and go up and punch her square in the head. No, that's prison. <laughs> oh, wait, that's when you go to prison for the first time, not first date. Yeah. Okay, oh don't do that. Don't do that. Okay, duly noted, duly noted. All right, so here it is. First date in six years. Mm-hmm. Looking for some tips on to make it magic if there's a connection there. Okay, so we need uh, our listeners to help us out here. I'd like to start with a tip. If you haven't dated in six years, cell phones have come a long way in six years. Uh, people have gotten far more addicted to them. Just make sure it's put away. Like, keep it in your purse. Unless you're showing a photo or something. Yeah, that's fair. But then put it back in your purse. Right, don't keep it on the table. Because I think people just tend to, if they're a little bit uncomfortable, you reach for that phone. It's a comfort blanket, security blanket, and it shouldn't be when you're trying to connect with somebody. I love Justin's text. Don't get the spaghetti. Okay. <laughs> that is a tough thing to eat. Well, it's so hard. I, I don't think I've ever had spaghetti and not had pasta stains all over my chin. Isn't that kind of cute, though? I guess. Like, if you saw, if you were on a date and you saw somebody, like, dive into a bowl of spaghetti and they could make a joke about, like, wow, definitely shouldn't have got spaghetti, I'd find it endearing, I think. I love this one from Morgan. Judge your date by how they treat the waiter. Mm. If they're rude, there's a good chance they're not a great person to date. You want a big gross burger? Eat it. You want a beer? Crush it. Like the dating environment is too fickle these days with the online dating and the, you know, how many other people are talking to left, right, center. So no time to waste, no time to fake. Just be yourself, right? You'll find the one that fits. I like it. Uh, your mom chimed in. Yeah, my mom. Re- <laughs> my mom is so cute. She writes, "Leave your phone at home." I'm like, mom. What if there's an emergency situation? Mm-hmm. I get that you get annoyed when young people are on their phones. People are on their phones, but you need to have it on you. But I do agree <laughs> to not have it out. Yeah. Like she wasn't giving you this advice when you were going on a date, was she? Like, hey, give me your phone. No, I would disappear for days <laughs> at a time. And my parents were like, oh, no, she's good. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like. A restaurant chain that has kind of stayed in their own lane for the most part for uh, the last while are switching things up a little bit. This is just being tested out at numerous locations in the States, but likely will make its way to Canada soon. Subway is launching a new menu. Mm -hmm. And it's more of a streamlined thing you were saying. Yeah. So the main appeal of Subway is that people can make their own custom sandwiches, but the limitless combinations that some people have. Mm-hmm. slows down the speed of the line. Right, especially if they're indecisive, if they don't know what they're going in for. Well, it, I don't like going to Subway because I get anxious because yeah. I don't know how to be my own sandwich artist. I need someone to make decisions for me. So I do think that this is a smart idea. I have uh, I watched you order what might be the worst sub ever <laughs> ordered at Subway because you got... I got anxious. Anxious and started making really weird well, decisions. And there's always really attractive tradesmen behind me. So I get nervous. You know? Does that ever happen to you? Yeah. When you're there? Yeah. Handsome tradesmen totally mess me up. What did I put on my sandwich again? <laughs> you got a turkey 
<laughs> I believe on flatbread. No, I would never get flatbread. Okay. It was probably like whole wheat or something, sure. though. But then you didn't get it toasted, and you got just spinach and lettuce. Cucumber. Yeah. Mustard. Yeah, no, see, the, you're building a sub that you'd want to have right now. You're not actually listening to what <laughs> what you ordered at the time. But it looked like... No, it was terrible. A 40-cent sandwich. So the Subway's new menu is for me. So this is starting today in the States. It's going to be a more neatly organized menu. It's going to be divided into four categories, okay? They're going to have their cheese steaks, the Italianos, the chicken, and the clubs. Mm. They all consist of three sandwiches. So that's 12. Good math, Lisa. And they're going to have new names and some slight tweaks to them. For example, the meatball marinara sandwich is now called The Boss. And it's now um, covered in melted mozzarella cheese. That's Ooh. just one example. They, that's the only one that they've teased. I don't know the other one. Yeah, yeah. But... So they'll be like, you can go in and get The Lumberjack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or so... you can go in and get the, you know what I mean, uh, spicy Italian. And it'll just be built for you. What do you think the cold cut trio will be renamed? I don't know. That'll be like the lumberjack, I guess, right? Yeah, so you can call it by its name or they're going to be numbered as well. So look at us getting excited about something new. (laughs) Wow, I can't wait. (laughs) I'm just so happy for you. This is a big day for you to go in there and just say number three. Add add spinach. And then get out of there. And lettuce. (laughs) And mustard. And extra salt. Uh, what am I doing in here? Play 107. Sorry. Sorry, Amy. Forgot how long she held that note for. Even the F at the end. Did you hear that? <laughs> it's Play 107. We have ride all day passes to K-Days. You know how uh, they had the guy where you walk in, the guy or girl, and you'd go and you'd stand there. And then they'd tell you your weight, and then you'd get on a scale, and if they're within, like, three pounds or whatever, uh, you lose. And if they missed your weight, you win. And then they did it for age as well, I believe. Okay, I don't ever remember that. You don't? No, but I believe it. Yeah, I'm going to do that No, we are not doing that. What? The, You're not just no. I'm not. I'm not allowed to guess people's ages. Oh, age, yes. Oh, okay. So not wait. No, that's tomorrow on the show. No, that will <laughs> never be. Uh, I'm gonna guess your age. Okay. Seven eight zero seven eight four seven one zero seven. Give us a call. Uh, I have to be within two years either way. I get to ask you two questions first, though. Okay. Ooh, okay, this is going to be interesting. If I'm... Uh, wait, are these yes or no questions? No, they can be anything. Okay. Um, if I am wrong, and it's outside of that two years either way window, you will have to prove it. You can't lie to us, no, is what no, I'm no, saying. No. You'll have to prove it by sending us a picture of your ID, or you like your birthday, or whatever, okay? Yeah. 780-784-7107. I, I have a feeling I'm going to be really good at this. Make sure if you get through that you turn your radio down in the background. Who are we speaking with to start it off? Hey, good morning. It's Russell. All right, Russell. How are you? That's not uh, one of my questions. Well? That's not that one of my questions. That's not one of my questions. Don't That's answer that. One? Oh, okay. Don't answer that. I assume you're well. First question, Russell. Uh, who was your favorite hockey player when you were younger? 
Uh, when I was younger, I would say it was Ryan Smith. Oh, Schmitty, mm-hmm. good answer. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I would be so bad at this. Uh, what item of clothing were you most excited to rock when you were younger? Like, was there something specific that you're like, ooh, can't wait to get in these Converse or? Any type of Oilers jersey. Anything Oilers I was happy to wear, thrilled to wear. Okay, you're screwed. No, I'm not. I feel like because Russell, he wouldn't have been in like the decade of darkness. Ryan Smith would have been the tail end of his career for him to be his favorite. I am going to say, Russell, you are within two years, either way, of 35 years old. You are way wrong. Yes. Four, 44 years old. Still higher. 52. Bingo. Whoa. <laughs> Yay. I get three guesses. No, you do not. We are not switching up the rules of this game. Oh, dang. I thought this was going to go like 15 callers. We give it to the first guy. Congratulations, Russell. <laughs> Thanks, man. I should have done the weight one. No, we will never do the weight one. The inventor of something doesn't want you to use it as much as you're using it. Yeah, I feel like this happens a lot. Yeah, remember the, flip? was it Flippy Bird guy? Um, Angry Birds. Angry Birds? No, no. Mm-mm. Angry Birds is a different game. It was the one where you just like bounce, 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 and then jump over and then go below. Flippy Bird. I'm pretty sure that was the name of it. Oh, I thought it was the one where you slingshot the birds. No. The Flippy Bird guy was so like upset with how huge the app got that I think he ended up deleting it completely and like going into hibernation. Yeah, and same with the guy who invented the uh, coffee pods because they were not good for the environment yeah. they're made out of plastic yeah yeah which is actually wild to think those plastic ones like it, aren't you like heating it up and the coffee's coming out of the plastic out of hot plastic <laughs> yeah it's like shooting through the plastic <laughs> uh, <laughs> super healthy that one makes sense but yeah martin cooper is 92 years old and 50 years ago he invented the cell phone when he was recently interviewed he was told how many hours people spend on a phone a day now. And he went, what? Five hours. Get a life. (laughs) That's what he said. Yeah. He's like, get off your phone and get a life. I like the quote. When I see my like hourly total at the end of the week, I think I get it Sunday. Most may get it the same day. I quite often I'm a little distraught. I'm like, when did I have time to be on my phone that much? And with that said, a lot of it's like when I'm driving, my kid will play her apps on my phone. Or when I'm watching sports, my kid will play her apps on my phone. Or you're on it betting. Yeah, sports betting, I check in on that every once in a while. But like, still, when it's above anything above three hours a day, I'm like, stop it. What are you doing? Mm-hmm. I mean, we end up working with our phones a lot. I think a lot of people are in that same boat as well. Oh, yeah. Like, look at people that run... Or social media managers. Yeah. All they do all day mm-hmm. is type so, into their phone and make videos and do, stuff. Do people like that actually feel like a sense of accomplishment when they check their phone and it's like, you spent eight and a half hours yeah. a day on your phone? They're like, yeah, solid day's work. Yeah, I worked real hard today. <laughs> but it must make scrolling social media less fun for them because then they were already on their phone all day. Yeah, no kidding. But no, the inventor of the phone from 50 years ago, it was 1973, 
he invented this huge brick plastic phone with an antenna sticking out of it. And he says, still to this day, he spends less than 5% of his time on his phone. Good. Nobody's yeah. spending more than five hours a day on that phone specifically do, anymore. Do you think he's still using that phone? I don't the know. The only one he invented, so he's really proud of it. My dad had the old bag cell phone. He was the first person I knew that got a cell phone. What's a bag cell phone? So it like, comes in a big leather bag. And you like set it in your vehicle, and then you had to hook it up to the like cigarette lighter. Oh, it was pretty heavy duty, and uh, it's because he had a half an hour commute with his work, and he could get so much done on the phone while he was driving. So, so that's what made him decide to get it. Was he the first one in the whole town to have it? So he, everyone was talking about. Yeah, it. everybody was pretty jealous of us. We had a lot of swag, bag phones, and stuff. Yeah, cool. And it like super handsome sons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as well. For sure. Especially his youngest. The Ryder and Lisa replay. Brought to you by Action Furnace. Fixed right or it's free. Play 107.